The following podcast contains true stories of sex, kink, gender, or body image. Thanks for being a consenting adult, because here we go. All of my life, I've never fit, but I won't complain and I won't quit. I am enormous, get used to it. Everyone tells me I'm too much, maybe it's just you're not enough for me. I'm the kind of woman I'm supposed to be Hi there, and welcome to the Body Storytelling Podcast. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie De La Tour, and this week we have a story from feminist and sexuality educator and speaker, Imagine. Hi, how's your week going? I have returned from my RV road trip, my very, very first attempt at following my dream of getting behind the wheel of an RV. This was a training wheel trip. It really was because I didn't want to take on the things that I know are the negatives of being in an RV. I figured driving something that was about 26 foot long was probably enough. So I decided I was going to keep it as simple as possible. I was going to take my best friend, Lil P, who has some RV experience, and she was the perfect sidekick for this trip. And uh, one of the fans of the show offered me his RV. We decided where we would go. One of my storytellers lived in Joshua Tree and has been inviting me to come visit for a long time. And also, can I say thank you to all the people? I was being mysterious last week. And so many of you offered me a place to park the RV, offered me a guest room in your house, offered to buy me dinner if I was anywhere near you because you didn't know where I was going. I'm sorry about leaving it so vague. I just, you know, as I said last week, women on the road, you never know about safety. One very sweet fan of the show was like I understand and you don't have to be scared of me I swear and I'd love to take you out to dinner and just meet you and thank you for you know body and the podcast and everything you do and those messages just knocked me on my ass thank you so much to everybody and I'm like shit I'm not going to Portland I'm not going to that I'm going to Joshua Tree but now you know And uh, I went down and we took it really slow. We decided in advance that we were going to not use the bathroom in the RV so that we would not have to clean a black tank, which is the nastiest part of owning an RV. So it was like, well, if we've got to go, then we're just going to stop. We also had my 160-pound St. Bernard Quake with us because Quake is old and I wanted to have this beautiful memory with him. And honestly... If you've never watched a dog smile for an entire week, I highly recommend it. He was having the adventure of his life. We put his dog bed up between the two front seats and we would just talk as we drove down the highway and take turns petting the dog's head and listened. One of the things, 
that my friend uh, my friend Andrea had sent me a psychic reading for my birthday this year, an astrological reading. And the person asked if I'd like to do it on Zoom or if I'd like to have a recording. I loved it so much that I gifted one to little P for her birthday. And so part of the thing we did on our road trip was listen to each other's astrological readings. Thank you, Ozoma Pill, for the great astrological reading. And we would go, holy shit, that is so you, or oh my God, it all makes sense now. Because we've known each other for 20 years. It was really fun. And while giant RVs are intimidating, we got used to it fairly quickly. When we pulled into our first truck stop, because we couldn't make the trip to Joshua Tree from San Francisco in one day, P got very excited and was like, this is my first truck stop. And so the next morning to get her out of bed, she's not a morning person. I was like, I will gift you a truck stop shower if you get up, but she wouldn't get up. We had a great time in Joshua Tree with Ian and Margot. We had lots of telling each other stories and sitting in hot tubs. And we went to one restaurant despite the pandemic and had a great visit, turned around. And the day before I went to go home, I uh, belonged to a group that is a very dear friend of mine, somebody I went to high school with that I later met in San Francisco. His name is Miles. And... Miles has been documenting his death in a group. He's at the very end of his life right now. And uh, we were driving home from Joshua Tree to San Francisco the next day. And I was just reading about how the chemo was done because there wasn't anything else left to do. And I thought about how long it had been since I'd seen him. And so I private messaged him and I said, would you be okay with me just coming to your house and if you're up for it, giving you a kiss and telling you I love you because I'm never sure if I'm going to see you again. And he thought that was great. So we went out of our way <laughs> and I thought it would be an hour out of the way. I was incredibly wrong. We ended up climbing a mountain in an RV up windy roads to get to where Miles lived on top of a mountain. It was at least a half day total out of our way. And when I got there, he hugged me hello. He came out to meet Quake and he said, God, I love your dog. We talked about old times. We had met in the sex party scene in San Francisco many years ago. And uh, my very first sex party, he came up and said hi to me. And it really freaked me out. That thing you do where you're like, oh my God, is he going to tell my mother I'm at a sex party? Well, guess what? He's there too. But um, he ended up being my very first public sex. And when somebody's dying, you tell them things like that. And he's like, you? You? Because, you know, in this world, I'm, I'm kind of known. And he felt really special that the first public sex I ever had was with him. And he said, how was it? And I was like, I don't remember. All I could think of was somebody across the room could probably see my asshole right now. I wasn't really thinking about the sex. I apologize if I can't remember. He told me that I was so much fun to have sex with. And as you're going through a divorce, that really feels good to hear. <laughs> so we had a nice visit. Lil P came in and hung out for a while with us too. 
We ended up getting out of there much later than expected and had to go down that windy mountain road in the dark in a giant RV. I will say it was totally worth it because seeing him was the high point of the trip. I don't know if I'm ever going to see him again. I'm so glad I got to tell him I love him and share stories with him and have that moment. And yeah, it just meant so much. So that was my first RV trip. Now you know where I went. I'm going to do it again. Probably going to borrow another RV. Try a variety of sizes. Oh, and one last thing. <laughs> last week, I went off on a bit of a rant. And I want to apologize for that. I was ranting about somebody who threw me off my five-star review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts because they had written me a shitty review. A petty review, I guess. And so many of you wrote me reviews. And the great thing about it was you told stories. One person was a mailman who talked about sometimes he forgets to turn it off as somebody's coming to the door to get a package and eight miles wide blares about vaginas. And that's kind of shocking to the person coming to get their mail. And people talked about where they listened to it. People talked about how they love storytelling. But usually, there was always some incredibly sad story that just made them go into work crying and that they love that body doesn't do that to them. We're poignant from time to time. But I feel strongly if we take you down, we're going to bring you back up. So thank you for everyone who wrote a review. And sorry to say, it did not knock me up to five stars. So if you want to keep it going, please write me a review. I'd love to get my five star status back because I think this is a pretty good podcast, right? Do you? I'd like to let other people know. And your reviews are the best way for them to figure that out. Thanks again and in advance for that. I got a Helix mattress and I have never slept better. Everybody's sleep style is unique and Helix knows that. So they make it easy to figure out the right mattress for you. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and it matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. They have soft, medium and firm mattresses, mattresses for cooling you down if you sleep hot. I took the Helix quiz and was matched with the Helix Plus for plus size sleepers. And it's a huge upgrade over my old mattress. Helix has a 10-year warranty and you can try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They were awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. The mattress comes right to your door shipped for free. And if you go to helixsleep.com slash Dixie and take their two-minute sleep quiz, you'll be matched to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. And Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows to listeners of the Body Storytelling Podcast if you go to helixsleep.com slash D-I-X-I-E. I love my Helix mattress, and after nine months, it keeps getting better. Helix, spelled H-E-L-I-X, gets my highest recommendation. So go to helixsleep.com slash Dixie right now for up to $200 off and two free pillows. As we head toward the end of this year, I'm grateful for products that leave me better than they found me. Aren't you? You deserve to experience pleasure. 
to be indulged, to feel good. So taking time to treat yourself well is more important than ever. As you get cozy under the blankets or cuddle with a friend or lover in front of your favorite movie, what happens if things head toward intimacy? Well, if they do, think Uberlube. Uberlube is a luxurious, high-grade silicone lubricant made from clean, body-safe ingredients. It's free of nasty additives like parabens, preservatives, and petrochemicals. Uberlube leaves you feeling moisturized and ready for what's next. It's great for all kinds of play, vaginal, oral, anal, and thousands of doctors recommend Uberlube for its simple ingredient list. Uberlube offers long-lasting performance when you want it, then it quickly dissipates without leaving a sticky residue. It cleans up easily, there's no flavor or scent, it's latex compatible, so it's safe and effective to use with condoms too. And because you're a fan of this podcast, they're offering body storytelling listeners a special offer. 10% off and free shipping when you use my code D-I-X-I-E at uberlube.com. Lubrication is so important. And when it comes to lubrication, nothing beats Uberlube. Remember, 10% off and free shipping. Just use the code Dixie at uberlube.com. Uberlube, it lets you feel what you want to feel. I'm teaching my first storytelling workshop since the pandemic, and it's starting soon. I've already got a bunch of people who are interested in this because they think it would make a great gift. And hey, that worked out. I was thinking beginning of year, but uh, if tickets are on sale now, that means you can give the gift of storytelling to somebody who either loves this podcast or just loves stories. It's going to start on January 11th, run through February 8th. That's five sessions. And it's going to start at 5.30 p.m. Pacific. That means it starts at... Uh, math is hard, 8.30 p.m. on the East Coast, and you can adapt wherever you are accordingly. Hopefully, I've made that time work for enough people, and that's on a Tuesday. So Tuesdays are a day where you probably don't have quite as much going on as you do on the weekend. There's a link in the show notes to sign up. I hope you're going to join me, and I'm going to send you a survey to find out what you're most interested in. There's a lot of territory to cover in storytelling. I do want to teach you the basics, but I would like to make this exactly what you want. So go to the show notes or episode notes. I'll also post it on social media. I'd love to have you in this class, but size is limited. So sign up as soon as possible or let me know who the gift is going to be for because your friends are my friends and I'd love to nerd out on story with them and you. Are you ready for a story? Well, let me tell you about this week's storyteller. Imagine, formerly known as Amy Jo Goddard, has been teaching and speaking about feminism and sexuality for over two decades, including her TEDx talk, Owning Your Sexual Power. She is the author of Women on Fire, Nine Elements to Wake Up Your Erotic Energy, Personal Power, and Sexual Intelligence. I threw the book release party for that book. And co-author of the best-selling classic, lesbian sex secrets for men. Her forthcoming film, At Your Cervix, examines patient consent and bodily autonomy in gynecology and medical education, aiming to end unethical practices that harm both patients and medical students. She is also a playwright, performer, and an avid music lover, 
and is launching a podcast that seeks to understand the eroticism and life force inherent in music and sound. You can find her on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and at her life improvement hub, imagination.com. There'll be a link to it in the show notes. This storyteller is Imagine. Sapiosexual is part of my brand. Hi, everyone. So I've been teaching sexuality for about 20 years, and I teach at a lot of festivals and odd places with lots of kinky, fun, queer, exciting people. And one of my favorite workshops to teach is the fine art of dirty talk. Because I like someone who knows how to use their words. So I was at this festival, and the workshop space was the woods. That's hot already. And I was, uh, it was the first day of the festival. I was getting ready for my workshop, uh, The Fine Art of Dirty Talk. Uh, Someone had kind of sauntered in, and they were getting settled. I was getting my, my papers and my things organized. And I look up, and this very sexy, Butch is beelining for me across the workshop space in the woods. <laughs> I said, oh. And she walked up to me and she handed me a note. She didn't say anything and she waited. I open up the note and it says, Dear Honey Toes. <laughs> I immediately knew who wrote the note because not very many people know that name or knew that name at the festival. Dear Honey Toes, this is Desiree. She is here to serve you in whatever way you see fit. Please use her to your advantage. With love and kisses, QFH. QFH stands for Queen Fuckle. She earned that name. I have really good friends. Thank you, Queen Buckhole. (laughs) What a lovely gift. I said, she said, so she waited. She said, is there anything, is there anything I could help you with? In her Long Island accent. I said, why yes, actually there is. Here's some scissors. Here's some uh, phrases and words and sexy things people might like to say to each other. And you're going to organize them. You're going to categorize them uh, along the continuum of dirty talk, which is what I teach in my workshop. See, there's not like one flavor of erotic talk, right? So, so there's, there's romantic talk, so some people like things that are romantic, right? Um, you know, oh, I just, wanna, I just wanna stroke your face, sweetie, and I'd love to look deeply into your eyes, right? Things like that, it's like romantic, right? So there's romantic, and then there's like a little bit naughty, Right, we might throw in some, you know, like a little cock or a little pussy or a little something like that. And then there's like, just downright dirty. Like, we're just going there, downright dirty, raunchy, wow, did they really just say that? (laughs) 
And then there's kinky, where we like might add some power play, some very like kinky, out of the box kinds of things. So she looked at me and she was a little nervous. I said, I know, it's completely subjective. So you do your best and you put them where you think they go. So she sat down on the earth and started to busy herself cutting things out. And so we did the workshop and I taught the continuum and we have this little exercise we do where, where people uh, get partners and they mill about and they get to practice their dirty talk. And I teach them the things that make dirty talk good, right? What are some things that make dirty talk good? Things like what? Tone, right? Tone of voice is very important. If I say something in this tone, it might mean one thing, or in this tone, it might mean something else, right? Other things like attitude, yes. Intent. Intent, gotta have a little intent behind it. A little, oh, confidence, we're all over that. It's gotta. Facial expressions. Okay. We're like doing the workshop right now. This is awesome. We're just going to hijack your show, Dixie. So exactly, you all are with me, right? So proximity, uh, speed, sometimes we need to slow things down, right? So we were practicing all of these skills. People were getting to partner with different people. And at one point, um, this sexy butch who really, let me just give you a picture. She's like a mix of... uh, the body build and the sexiness of Linda Hamilton a la Terminator 2. I mean like guns, serious. And then like the suave, debonair, like deep Italian gaze of like a young Al Pacino. Like really, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Some people in the room have seen this person. They know. (laughs) So uh, she came up to me at one point and she said, "Um, so so, uh, can I uh, play with the teacher? (laughs) Yeah, I bet you'd like to play with the teacher. No, the teacher is teaching. Why don't you go play with someone else? (laughs) So we had our workshop, the end of the workshop, like a good workshop service person. Did I mention how hot workshop service is to me? (laughs) Really hot. Really, really hot. I'm very hot for that. So at the end of the workshop, she said, "Um, so uh, could I I help you carry some of your stuff? I said, absolutely. So she carried all of my bags. We made our way back to my tent all the way through the woods. And I didn't position my tent very well at this particular festival. It was sort of like on a incline and I had an air mattress <laughs> if you've ever tried to fuck on an air mattress on an incline in the woods it doesn't work out very well <laughs> but it's possible and, and you know I was determined she was definitely determined <laughs> so I invited her into my tent and we were making out, you know, all the other campers can hear everything going on. I mean, it's really kind of a free-for-all and we just enjoy all the sounds of fucking in the woods and that's actually sort of what this festival is known for. Um, If we don't hear enough fucking in the woods, there's a problem. Uh, We start to check in and figure out what's happening in the community. (laughs) So, 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 
she had really soft, luscious lips, and I was getting to like feel all those muscles, and I was getting like a lot of pelvis, and you know, and being the good, being the good teacher, and you know, uh, wanting to set a good example. Of course, I'm trying to walk my talk, and you know, use my words, and um, and so I, so. I knew that you know she was kinky in some way. Obviously, she was being offered to me as a service boy. So I said, um, "So tell me what you're into." And she said, "Well, I really love to be mopped." And I said, oh, "Really?" Now. I grew up in a military family. I grew up with military dad, actually, single parent. So there was a lot of authorita in my family. <laughs> and a lot of bucking of authorita. Um, but I was really taught to keep things in line and I kept a lid on my bully. Because we all have an inner bully, right? But I really kept a lid on it. I would always like, like support the underdog and like step in if someone was bullying somebody. I really didn't like that. So anytime I get an opportunity in a kinky situation to get my bully on, that's, that's super hot for me. I get to bring my bully out of shadow and I get to play that out, right? That's part of why we like kink. So I immediately launched in. Oh, oh yeah, oh. Yeah, you think you're so fucking big and strong. You think you can take me. You think you could just saunter into my workshop and just fuck the teacher. That's pretty presumptuous, don't you think? <laughs> I know, it's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I went there, I went there, and I just started fucking with her. And I just started to watch her kind of stop a little and like not engage as much and her body language was changing a little bit and she started to kind of look at me a little suspiciously. <laughs> And so I realized like something was wrong. So I like, climbed onto her lap and I was like, wait, what just happened? And she's like, well, I don't know. Like you're, you're acting kind of weird. You're being kind of mean. <laughs> and I said, well, I'm just, I was just doing what, I, what you told me to do. I mean, you said you like to be mocked. She said, marked, marked. I like to be marked on my body. Oh! Oh, I'm so sorry. I can do that. <laughs> what shall I mock you with? <laughs> I've got floggers and crops and lots of fun things. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so, <laughs> being, an, being an educator, uh, a lot of times there's this phenomenon of people being a bit uh, intimidated and feeling like they can't step to me, right? Which I really, thought she was very bold in stepping to me the way that she did. Um, because sometimes people think that we, we know it all or we, like, they're not gonna be able to match us. And um, that moment just was a moment where I realized even teacher can miss the mark. <laughs> Thank you.
They say strange fascination, infatuation, a lunatic. Call me what suits your taste, I just want a taste. And I've always heard it's what's inside that counts. Because my insides are red, and yours are too. And the red on my face is matching you. And goodness, you're bleeding, what a wonderful feeling. You're down and you're bleeding, my head is just reeling the red. This way, a maniac. Well, yeah, I get manic when I cause a panic, and of course, I'm excited when I see you around. Cause my insides are red, and yours are too, and the red on my face is matching you. And goodness, you're bleeding, what a wonderful feeling. You're down and you're bleeding, my head is just reeling. That was The Red Means I Love You by Mads Buckley. There's a secret club I want to invite you to. It's our Patreon. 
And right now, I've got a special offer for new Patreon members who sign up at the $10 a month or higher level. You'll receive a custom-made piece of art. It's a thank you card from me. And inside, I'll include a golden key to a whole new world, along with collectible body stickers. Plus, if you act now, you'll get access to every single body storytelling live stream replay that happened during the pandemic. All for joining Body's Patreon at the $10 a month level or higher. But hurry, this offer expires December 31st. If you love body storytelling or sex or kink, join your new body friends who will share openly from their own lives, telling you their own real life tales of kink, fetish, polyamory, swinging, sexual exploration, and gender-related stories that will inspire you to make 2022 the year that you make your own adventurous dreams come true. Come chat with me and some of the storytellers featured in the shows or on the podcast. Watch and listen behind the scenes stories and hear these podcast episodes with no commercial interruptions. You know, like this one. You'll think about me as you finger that little golden key <laughs> and you can attach it to your keychain or necklace, flagging your love for sex, kink, gender, and story for all those in our secret society to recognize. Body is your very own secret safe space where you can listen, tell, and connect on a deeper level. Discover what joy awaits you in our speakeasy. Go to patreon.com slash body right now, and I'll see you inside. Well, that's our time for this week. And before I go, I do want to say thank you to the people who make this podcast possible. And to thank again all the people who rated and reviewed the Body Storytelling Podcast. If you want to keep it going, I'd love to hear your story about how you got busted listening to dirty songs and stories by your family, your friends, your boss, your job, any of it any of it. I'd love to hear your stories. You can write them in the form of a review and tell me a story and everybody else will get to enjoy it too. And thank you to the team that makes this podcast possible. Thank you to Donald Mooney, David Grossoff, Joe Moore, Mosa Maxwell-Smith, and podcast producer Marty Garcia, who's saving my ass. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delator. This has been episode 205 of the Body Storytelling Podcast. Thanks for listening. Oh,